we need like a starting bit guys so say something you know what to do no 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 you say something to me <laughs> and action hello there and welcome to ancut a podcast on everything films brought to you by the film society of vit chennai this podcast can be heard across major platform or podcast streaming platforms such as spotify apple podcast google podcast anchor overcast and many more uh, give us a follow on those uh, platforms so that you get the updates right when they are up i am your host krish jay kokat and this is shrijit vijay this is what you were supposed to say before <laughs> anyways so um for this episode we have not three guests this time <laughs> experiment we have two guests starting with our um, what what was the thing we used to call panelist yes, panelist no? our, our uh ex pan ex ex panelist like our current panelist uh, pratik hello there yeah i mean i for a second i thought you guys forgot about the panelist thing but at least good kudos on the continuity well done <laughs> and uh, for this episode we have someone new the topic is also amazing so let's get introduce our new uh, guest friend guest ishan hello hello so um shrijit who is introducing the topic this time <laughs> you are only introducing the topic <laughs> anyways so for this episode um first of all uh, i think when this episode drops we're going to get closer and closer to uh, christmas day <laughs> and you know christmas is a very fun festival and um, you know when christmas and all happens then we kind of get into a lot of fantasy uh, elements you know fantasy type movies but instead we thought why talk about fantasy when we can talk about most of the fantasy movies out there are usually like the the ones that we love the what we watch and love are usually adaptations of books so for this episode we decided to talk about adaptations <laughs> movie adaptations <laughs> chris i amazing would have intro. to say, yeah, amazing <laughs> intro for something like this like that you just winged right now it was a good segue not going to lie amazing segue <laughs> yeah so before we go on um i you know every staple a staple thing you know which is what is <laughs> What is an adaptation movie? <laughs> Come on, we've been doing this every episode, okay? We can't just like not do it anymore. Yep. This is the first question of every Every episode, time, every genre episode we're like this, this is fair. Is? This is fair. It's a good start. I feel like uh I think it should be book adaptation right? or a screenplay adaptation. It's just anything that derives from a book or a, you know something written as a source material i guess i'm not really sure if i guess even comic book movies are adaptations so yeah that counts as well oh, yeah there's that entire thing left we just, just discovered just another thinking, rabbit oh, hole oh, you can oh. go into right we <laughs> 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 just discovered 20 more minutes of content that he can pull it oh, comic book movies <laughs> as well yeah i see this as an absolute <laughs> 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 but yeah so the thing okay so yeah common thing there's some sort of source material and that's the um and we talked about this in the previous so we don't have to jump into that rabbit hole again okay attempted warranty huh attempted thoda sa 
I'm a little tempted, but then oh, if you guys want to check that rabbit hole out, you can go to the first episode. Nice little <laughs> strat, marketing, <laughs> marketing strat. I appreciate it. This nice. But anyways, um, you know what may what exactly what are the kind of things that have to be thought about? You know when we're trying to make a good movie adaptation because now the thing about the thing that we notice about books and movies that number one the books are always better than the movie okay no Not no question this. This. there are exceptions i'll ask you what those exceptions are but um mostly generally you know one thing that we learned from inorganic chemistry and that you know you can count the things you can learn from inorganic chemistry on your hand but one thing we did learn is exceptions prove a rule and that was the most annoying thing ever Nice yeah, little segue about something we don't care about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been four years. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> trauma is still there, Chris. You don't understand something. So, you know, trauma is still there. We even studied inorganic. Anyways, so uh, yeah, but I forgot what the question was. Huh? So, um, what exactly makes? Uh, so there's this one prob. Uh, what exactly makes a good? you know adaptation film like what are the kind of things that you'll have to be if i was making an adaptation film what are the things i'll be looking at what are some sort of elements so if you are going to make an adaptation from a book the first thing you'll be looking at is the book other than that what you so okay on a serious note so the most important thing that people do need to consider and that is true for any adaptation is when a author is writing a book and when a screenwriter is uh, writing a script the objective is completely different from both and i say completely and i mean completely because the author has certain limitations in his mind and the screenwriter has certain different other limitations by that what i mean is in a in a book an author can write stuff like character a is thinking of this thing while he's saying this thing you know like for example uh, chris while thinking about his food for the day i am hungry thing like that but a screenwriter can't put it as directly like that he has to put visual cues in inside the script so that it helps get that message across that he's thinking of food that is the first thing that they have to keep in mind and second thing is an author has much more licenses to do what he wants in his book and the screenwriter doesn't have those licenses when he has to adapt a book he has to negate all those extra bit of bits and pieces that an author puts in and they have to then make that into a movie beautiful example of that is lord of the rings and i'm sure we'll get into that later on but tolkien not that reputable right now yes not that right now <laughs> yeah ishan lord of the rings now or later i could do like hours on that so okay see the fact is that uh, when you say the screenwriters have certain limitations they also actually work with the said authors of the uh, books to get their screenplay up to the mark that the book is telling about but sometimes that mark is just missed like why do we like people say that books are always like much better than whatever the movie is though movie is like very visual and very attractive to people it always misses that mark even though the author of the said movie is is working on the actual screenplay or the script as well isn't that partly because see there is one thing in all book adaptations is that there are these you know book fans like the purists almost who have certain expectations like we are not going in that rabbit hole but let's just take like for example any comic book movie and there will always be random fans who will be like why was this not there or even like any like harry potter lord of the rings you always get that right yeah 
so i feel like book adaptations already have a very high mark compared to normal you know original screenplays because the source material already exists and of course there are those movies like sridhar mentioned that the author usually works on the script they, and when they don't that just creates more fuel for the artist fans to lash out at the movie i'm like but putting any you, stephen king movie out there basically if you but if you take it the other way around it also gives more um can we call it creative interpretation from the director's point of view yeah also that is one more thing okay good point because that is one another thing where things have to be kept into mind because the director at the end of the day is again an, another creative person and he has he will have his own insights into what the author felt and that very often results in something like uh, okay another example where uh, for comic book which we don't want to get into uh, yet we are is the <laughs> justice league ka studio cutting <sighs> in yeah because that happened so the studio was trying to butt in with the creative differences and then zack snyder quit and so these things happen a lot in com- like book to movie adaptations if the director and the author don't see eye to eye and like the studio gets in the middle of it like a example of that would be uh, the when the old to kill a mockingbird initially released the one with gregory peck the yeah. and harper was of course still alive then and she was initially part of the movie but then there were a lot of differences creatively speaking because if you read the book and if you see the movie you will see certain differences in the characterization of atticus because in the book atticus is not as liberal as in the movie so in the movie he is championed as an he's championed as a harbinger of rights basically he'll always stand up for the other appreciated and discriminated against black guy in the book he was not as clear cut as that he was like he was still a champion of human rights and everything but he was not as clear cut as that in the movie and there were these creative differences that hartley had with the director I'm, i forgot the director right now i'm not being able to remember let's just forget it like you know the point is that there were differences there. but in that regard even though she distanced herself for a little bit from the movie the movie turned out to be great many cases it doesn't turn out to be that great and the like the ill feeling in the mouth still remain example of that is the percy jackson movies which don't exist in my opinion but they do exist <laughs> like i feel like there is a certain dig- uh, like how do i said like there should be a loyalty right to the source material hmm. uh, like you can't stray too far off in your creative differences even like even the director should be ready to you know like stick to the material even though he feels like what he did but yeah obviously sometimes it works better and especially like movies like killer mockingbird it's hard to visualize them like all the emotions and everything so yeah those movies do require other input i think another thing that we have to another keen difference that there's a difference between a complete adaptation and adaptations which aren't exactly like you know it's like like for example again comic book movies they're not complete adaptations of their comic story it's just that the characters are adapted from the sto- from the source material but the storyline is like written you know for example the avengers storyline through so brothers yeah so Captain that is America why i meant let's not go Russo into brothers. this rabbit hole because this is not exactly applicable as an adaptation of a movie a book sorry hmm 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 anyway guys so, if you want to listen to talk us talk about comic books please over to the first episode that we released second plug <laughs> for the same episode <laughs> yes yeah he mentioned a second part no so that's fine 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He mentioned <laughs> yep. two parts, two parts, yeah, two yeah. parts, two parts, two yeah. parts, two yeah. parts, two, uh, two plugs. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No. Um, See, okay. Also, the main one thing that actually makes an adaptation really good is that the director and the author of the book that they are adapting into should have that same uh, wavelength. Like the director should have in his mind the same direction that the author had when he was writing the book. And when that when there is a creative difference on that part even though the studio does not involve as such but there's a difference between the the director and the author as such the movie kind of turns out to be pretty bad i mean i would probably i shouldn't bring this up but all the chetan bhagat movies that the books that he has written and those are adapted oh, wow. so, yeah <laughs> no but see like so about that We're talking about, about two kilo walking but We went from to kill a mockingbird to Chetan Bhagat. I'm... Yeah, see, there are two spectrums. So yeah, we need to talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but here's yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. right? Here's the thing, right? Um, Chetan Bhagat's book. I've not read any of his books, but Chetan Bhagat's book, Five Point Someone. This was this okay. was a uh, lie, no? One hundred percent, this is a lie. I have read <laughs> it. How can you what, bro? <laughs> it's a lie. But he's going to talk about the book. It. He's going to talk about the book. Yeah, Hold it up, though. Hold up, though. Hold up, though. So, um, five point someone was the inspiration for three idiots, right? Yes. And yes. everyone, everyone, almost everyone loves that movie. Loves three. That's quite. So he wasn't credited for that movie, by the way. Uh, yeah, who was he wasn't. It? He wasn't. Chandra Bhagat wasn't. Because, um, see, I haven't read the book, but I have read the back of the book, you know, which has like that <laughs> small description, and I'm like, this is not what. This is not what three idiots is, and um, that kind of that was like okay, maybe this isn't the Chetan Bhagat movie. Then there was also a movie called Two States, <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, I think I watched. <laughs> Didn't read, watched it. <laughs> see, I see. If, if you're coming to Two States, I read the book and then we watched the movie. And him, you won't say anything. Me, I have read. I have read Chetan Bhagat. Okay, sorry. He admitted it. I I I I I I I I I did not. Raise hands, no, I I did not. not 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 hands hands do anything wrong. I have it. <laughs> I, see, I have it. See, am denying that I haven't read it. I mean, I, 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 to I, all I, the fan listeners. <laughs> but I see, but that movie, I wouldn't say the movie did a bad job. I mean, it did a pretty darn good job at the adaptation part, but still, the book was like. better in some ways than the movie at least i mean the book wasn't exactly great but if we compare it to the movie alone but yeah it was it was good but then there is the other spectrum that's called the half girlfriend which came later on of which the book was also shit and the movie was also and i'm 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 going to stick to that oh oh yeah the, the movie with shraddha kapoor no yes yes that movie myself from village area was that the one about the lawyer is a tangent <laughs> I read one Chetan Bhagat book. I don't remember it. I don't know actually. But Chetan Bhagat's books are the books that are like mostly adapted into movies, though. He also, I feel like he makes books for because he knows they'll one day become movies. Like at least for one day to know that. He was like, oh, "This will be easy to write. This will be easy to shoot. Yeah, yeah, this scene. They can put it down somewhere." <laughs> Yeah, three mistakes of my life. Yep. And that was 
Kaipachi was a good movie. Hmm, good movie, good movie. Yes. I don't know about the book, but Kaipachi was a good movie. I mean, the book kind of like the movie actually differed a bit from the book, I guess. But yeah, this episode this just became deconstructing Chetan Bhagat's book and his films. Yeah. It's an adaptation. It's an it's, it's an adaptation. adaptation. Come on. Yep. No, but here's one thing, right? When hmm. I'm so there's this slight bad so if i was a person who only like okay uh, i'm not a i'm not a book fan right i mm. go and i'm like oh look this is harry potter and trailer says from the uh, from the number one new york bestseller blah 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 you know and i'm like okay might might as well watch this movie so there is as a movie maker i have two things to do right i have to be genuine to the source material i have to be genuine to the honest to the source material and you know to in part to its fans but i also have to make a good movie so there has there's this balance that you have to strike you know when you make an adaptation which is like if if you go too if you go too much to the uh, making a good movie bit then the fans kind of be like this was not what you were supposed to do the book says this the book says that whereas yeah, if you want to please everyone hey yeah so that's what i'm saying you need to have that right back bro this for some reason reminded me of that uh, goblet of fire wala thing where in the book yeah, it's like dumbledore says that's one of the main that's one of the main yeah that's that's everyone yeah. everyone hated that movie everyone, <laughs> yeah. if if any if you asked if someone said goblet of fire is my favorite movie in that entire series is a reaction right now right honestly now. i don't i don't mind that movie much i hated howlblood prince but goblet of fire was nice pretty cool i like tough blood prince <laughs> we shall talk about this later but anyways yeah yeah okay fine cool 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 no i just think goblet of fire is worse than actually i hate all the harry potter movies after prisoner of azkaban none of them are good so no, prisoner of no azkaban is a1 10 out of 10 in harry potter one thing is don't you guys feel like the when they made the movies it became kind of like the franchise thing like even for like percy jackson and stuff it almost felt they weren't doing it, you know just for making a good movie from a book At one point, it just became like, oh, this is a big, like, billion-dollar owner. It wasn't a billion-dollar owner, but that kind of affected the movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course it is because that. Yeah, at the end of the day, studio execs, like, okay, studio executives, they don't really. And I'm not gonna generalize here because Kevin Feige actually cares somewhat about the story, but most studio execs they don't really care about what is being shown as long as what is being shown is getting them money, right? And you know, people... <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> For Harry yeah. Potter, I don't know if this applies because, like, the movies were—they weren't great, obviously. They weren't good. Let's just face it. But they, like, for Percy Jackson, they made two movies, even after the first movie. Like that just feels like there was some. No, no. I mean, they made like after the first movie release, they should have ended. They made one more. No. They made one or two. They no. made two, two movies. Two, yeah. Two total. Two in total. Oh, they made two total. I don't know why I thought they made three. What this movies you're talking about? But they made two in total. Yeah, but like, how could they have made the second movie if they saw the first come backlash? Like, and the second movie was so much worse. Well, the second movie just directly jumped to the. F- yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. Remember that villain? Yeah, he's here now. <laughs> Probably due to contractual things, but yeah, let's not digress into that because again, I don't know what movies you're talking about. So you know, talking about franchises, as Ishan said, the one thing about franchises is that 
um whenever you are doing a movie whenever you're doing a franchise 10 or more years you know essentially like four or five movies unlike like trilogies where which it's done by say the dark knight trilogy which is done by one director it's has almost the same cast and crew right when it comes to um franchise movies that last for 6 or 7 years um a problem that occurs is not just with the cast the cast that can change like for example harry potter dumbledore was only the, the dumbledore actor changed i mean uh, that was not due to not, what wait 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 no that no. was because he died right yeah it's not because of any other reason like you know studio execs no no no, no. i'm saying i'm saying that is not some no there have been cases where it's because of the studio that that person was fired and there have been cases where it was completely different yeah, reasons like, like right now fantastic beasts yeah no but yeah, yeah. um yeah but no my point is it's not the cast changing is 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 a problem but when you take take it from a film making point of view it's also the directors and crew changing for example in the harry potter in the harry potter series i'm i'm sorry i'm, I'm bringing here harry potter a lot but the first three movies had um john williams as the uh, music music director right music director yeah first two or three first two or three movies i'm not sure first two or three movies and in the third movie the third when it changed from the second to the third movie you can hear there's a change you can hear the change and like in the sound in the sonic language of the movie see sonic language big big wow. one <laughs> wow give give me my glass of wine anyways so um my point is uh, franchises have this thing of always having that having to deal with that change like the only tunes that were uh, come that was that was like permanent is that main hedwig's theme wala tune in that entire series because it's that iconic yeah that is another what do you what do you think say about that honestly you uh, convoluted it away too much can you simplify <laughs> the question <laughs> i don't know what your question is because no you, it's you like said a lot of things no my thing is when you have a 10 year franchise when you have a 10 year franchise you have to make sure that the things that you've set up in your first movie is being portrayed properly or is being changed properly rather than sudden changes yeah so about franchises and these things these are inevitable because a time because people change and the roles that they're portraying the age that they are supposed to be portraying might change an example of that would be james bond no i mean it's a huge franchise and the and the, when the actors grow too old to play a character they are recasted that is perfectly fair right you can't blame the studios from doing that i hope and the other part of it is also loyalty right because it also and loyalty in the sense not just loyalty to the character and the art and the altruistic loyalty the also the loyalty that the studio execs have to the actors you know see for example if robert robert downey junior for the first iron man movie he was not paid as much as he was for the first avengers movie and that is how the studio reciprocated that okay your stardom is growing stay connected to a franchise here's more money simply like that so it's it, it's a two way street in that regard and you can't really always predict the predict this chain from happening it's a best effort basis for me because you want to ensure that the character actor who played the character the first time plays it for the seventh time or the eighth time as well but of course you can't guarantee that right also Talking about adaptations, 
uh, i think we should bring up the other adaptation which is basically adapting not only from books from other forms of like films or cinemas exactly and i'm going to go again into a rabbit hole okay i think we should just name this episode going down the rabbit hole okay because that's what the episode name yep so yeah this is what triple and tundra ஒரு 
No, but I feel Hobbit could be made into a TV show, like a one-season TV show of yeah, like forty-minute episode. Yeah, a limited series Hobbit can make sense. What do you want? Yeah, because no, because see, oh, Hobbit right. the movies they made them three hours long each, which is too much. But a TV show can be shorter, but you can show like specific scenes in much greater detail. I think which right is, now we are going to go into the debate of TV shows versus movies, which is. Let's talk. Yeah, but we can talk. Okay, we can talk about that for the context of book adaptation. Like, for example, yeah, but it was also a TV series. It won't be. We won't stick to the fact of book adaptation. Right? We're just going to go into a generic discussion on which would be like, which would prefer, which would be preferred. Because a same book, what would be preferred as a TV show or a movie? That is what we're going to go into discussing after this. I think that's not is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, but I want to bring back. I want to bring back. Uh, when I said when I said the books are better than movies, you, uh, Pratik, you were like, exception. No. Yeah, what are the exceptions? Shining, any Stephen, not not any, many Stephen King movies. Like for example, The Firm. Another one is uh, Shining again. It Part Two is not a book at all, by the way. But anyway, the point is that some movies and Stephen King is very vocal about it. That is why I. Like directly, my first mind, my mind went to Shining. But Stephen King is very vocal about the fact that his movies, his books, cannot be made into good movies, and then directors have time and again proved him wrong. First, Stanley Kubrick proved him hellishly wrong in Shining because if you guys didn't know, uh, actually Stephen King publicly disowned the Shining the movie because he said this is not a faithful adaptation of my book at all, and yet the movie is better than the book. Actually, even two or three times better because if you watch the movie and then you read the book, you will see that. Stanley Kubrick's direction is much, much better than what, what Stephen King put in his book. And again, the exceptions are few and in between, but there are there. It's not a blanket rule that you know books are always better than movies. Most of the times they are, but yeah. But there are some like I would say, if not the entire movie, but there are some scenes or like some shots or like an entire sequence of things that are like much better portrayed in a movie than they are in an author in a, in a book yeah, by because, the author because it's much easier to see it from your own eyes than imagine it in your mind's eye right yeah 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 and like it has happened a lot i think i remember this uh, one movie called paper towns which uh, which is a book uh, which was a uh, which John is a book Green. and yeah so they adapted it into the movie as well and i would say the ending of the movie like the entire climax sequence of the movie for me at least was better than what the book's ending was and like that change was like i actually enjoyed the movie after like after seeing the entire climax of the movie and i was like wow this is better than what the book actually ends on so there are like some exceptions in some situations where the the slight difference is what people do but sometimes think- it backfires also i think a few people say this for perks of a perks of being a wallflower as well honestly i haven't read the book so i can't say like... that about it yeah i'll take a word i even i have not read i have not read perks of being a wallflower okay so i guess this is a perfect place for us to stop where we actually discuss about the whole adaptation of different movies from their book counterparts so i guess this is where we should stop this part of the episode are you sure about that i mean it would be very awkward if i if we just rolled out the outro and then started exactly talking about something else for 5 minutes 
Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, back to the point. Tune in to the next episode where we start talking about you know the pella the first intention that we had that was fantasy movies. Not and it's not because we realize we don't have enough content on adaptations. Obviously not. As the title says, we have a lot of content. <laughs> Till then, this is Krishna Kokat and probably a horrible voice. And this is Shujit Vijay. Okay, bye.